Good morning and welcome to Just Jess Podcast Morning Motivation, the bite-sized show that covers one topic in depth, where we will explore mindsets, motivation, success, love, and laughter. You're only one podcast away from a better you. Good morning. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Just Jess Podcast show. I am your host, Miss Jessica Fagans. And I'm also known as John Fabia and better known or getting better known as the young lady that they call Just Jess. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, it is Tuesday morning and I decided to get up <laughs> and come before you guys with a, a topic that uh, has been um, eating away at me for about two or three months. Um, and I said, you know what, today I am t- ready to release this. Um, and talk about it uh, on my show. So welcome uh, for joining me this morning. Uh, just a reminder, um, I typically should be here weekdays. <laughs> um, I should be here weekdays, but um, I'm just doing things a little bit different, uh, differently on my podcast. Um, I am revamping it, um, like I told you guys before, um, and I'm just doing something a little different. I'm I'm not coming every day like I um, used to come. I, I was draining myself um, and it was just becoming too much for me. Um, I think it was becoming more emotionally um, um, draining for me. Um, and then it was causing me not to sleep and I have to sleep. It's, it's, it was just a lot of things. So um, nonetheless, I am here and I promise you, uh, even in my absence, when I am not here, uh, life happens. But we will get through this thing that we call life together. And I hope you guys don't um, hold it to my heart for me not being here every day. But I am going to try to be here at least Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I did not come yesterday because I had some things um, that I had to do. And I got up a little later uh, than expected. But um, I said I was going to come in today. Uh, but again, life does happen and and and. Uh, life is so disrespectful, but I tell you one thing for certain and two for sure. Um, I am going to live this life uh, that was given to me the best way that I know how to live it. And I hope and pray that you do the same and don't give up uh, when the going gets hard or the going gets tough. Don't you dare give up because that's what that uh, the adversary wants us to do, right? <laughs> He wants us to give up and give in, but we will not do that, especially on my watch. (laughs) Just a quick reminder, you guys, I am on a lot of different outlets. Some of them are Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, um, Amazon Music, Kendra, Alexa, SoundCloud, um, and so many, many more. Um, I also have a website. It is www.justjust.com, as well as social media. I have a Facebook, Instagram, um, and a YouTube, which it has not. There's nothing on it. <laughs> um, but I promise you, going in 2022, I, I'm gonna get my myself together. I promise you, I am, and I'm gonna get some people on my team uh, that can help me do everything because I'm just telling you, I can't do it. But anyway, I'll continue to like um, and subscribe. I thank you so much. And that brings me to me acknowledging um, that I have, down drum roll, I have reached 
almost I'm over uh, 2000 listeners, but um, it was I, when I realized that I was at that 2000 mark, I had not uh, done anything. I had not brought you guys any topics. So I said, oh, my God, I got to uh, give them a big shout out or I got to do something special. But, yes, your girl is over 2000 listeners. And I want to thank you guys so much. I just started this podcast in August. OK, when I say start, that's when I went live. OK. And now it is November. We're getting ready to go into uh, 2022. And the sky is the limit, you guys. Thank you so much for the ones that are listening uh, attentively and are is enjoying my podcast. Thank you for the ones that uh, are listening and that, does, that don't like my podcast. Thank you as well, because you're uh, making it happen to, uh, for me as well. Even if you don't want to make it happen, you're making it happen. But just a big thank you for Every single person uh, who has helped me, who has been there for me. And I know you might be saying, child, it's just 2000. But let me tell you something. Dealing with the type of person that I am, that means a lot to me. It is big for me because I never thought in a million years that I would have 500 listeners. But let me just go all the way back. I didn't think I was going to have 100 listeners. And now I am worldwide i am my voice is everywhere uh, whether people recognize me or not i was you know in our car pat and i were in the car driving and we were listening to music and we were trying to find a station um to listen to and lo and behold my picture popped up and i just had a moment and i cried in the car man because that that's that's big for me okay dealing with the type of person that i am that is that speaks, speaks volumes. And so I just want to say thank you so much, especially to my honey. I, I just, I'm so grateful for her. I'm just so grateful for the love that she has for me and the compassion. Um, I'm, th- I'm thankful for her just pushing me and, you know, allowing me to be transparent, allowing me to heal in the process of going through this because I'm still not all the way healed, y'all. I'm still messed up, right? But she allows me to be transparent and she allows me to uh, be myself. And she, she pushes me to never give up. My children, excuse me, who encourage me, who love on me, who remind me the reasoning, they're my why, my grandchildren, and then my mom, and, and my mother is is who she is. She just, she tells me unadulterated and raw, but it's so helpful. It, it helps me to, to motivate me to never give up because I've always given up, okay? I was a give up. I gave up. I told y'all that when I first came onto the show, I gave up, you know? I always condemned myself before I would allow anybody to condemn me. And I was my biggest critic. And sometimes I I still am my biggest critic. Uh, But I just want to say thank you to uh, those individuals that just continue to push me and love me and remind me every day that, you know, I can get through this thing that, that we call life together. And that's why I put that up there on my intro, because I have to be remindful. I have to remind myself just this is life. Life happens. Whether you understand it or not, life will go on. Whether you're happy or sad, life will continue to have a a revolving door. People will be 
be in your life. People will be out of your life. Circumstances and situations will continue to happen because that is what we call life. So again, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. And I promise that uh, the Just Just podcast show is going to uh, get better. It's going to get better. And I am going to have people on. I am going to do it. But again, I am battling so many demons, so many things that try to come up against me. Um, you know, I, I get stuck in my ways, but I'm, I'll get into that. Uh, but I just want to say a big thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, and y'all continue to like and, and support and continue to uh, tune in and continue to tell people about my podcast. All right. Um, so let me see what, what's been going on. Really nothing. Um, uh, we, we just been living, uh, we just been, you know, live. We're going to work every day and coming home. Uh, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. I decided this year uh, that I was not cooking. <laughs> my my children have texted me a million times. Mama, what we doing? What you doing? <laughs> mama done cooked for the past 32 years. Y'all, y'all cook something for your mama. Um, but I told him, I said, mommy is vegan. And, you know, that, you know, I'm not that big on eating especially Thanksgiving. And I think, uh, this is going on my, uh, second year being a vegan. So last year I did not eat, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, the, what we call the routine, you know, turkey dressing, macaroni, cheese, collard greens, you know, potato salad, you know how we do it, but I didn't eat that. And so we just had something that was really simple, but, uh, my children, my girls have decided to cook. Um, now my son and his fiance, they, they do their own things because they probably go to her family's house, but my girls are going to cook and I am excited because they're going to do this thing together. So I may have a little bit of mac and cheese here, a little bit of dressing here, you know, um, but I'm excited, uh, for, uh, Thanksgiving because this allows, uh, time for your family and your loved ones. Right. Um, so yeah, they're having Thanksgiving at my oldest daughter's house. And um, Pat and I will will pop in and pop out. We typically go out to eat. Um, I asked I asked her today uh, yesterday what does she want to do, and she says whatever you want to do. So yeah, we just probably relax. We've just been in a relaxed mode. But um, what else has been going on? Um, nothing. Just living. Right, life happens. You know, loving. Uh, this life that I've been given and trying to make the best of it. That's what we've been doing. So uh, we're getting ready to celebrate this Saturday, six years of being together. Yay. Yes. So I am taking her away. Uh, she does not know where I'm taking her. She always takes me somewhere, but I am taking my honey away uh, for two days uh, for our anniversary. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. So I've been planning for that uh, for the past month, trying to surprise her. But if you guys got some ideas, let me know. Let me know what you guys do for your anniversaries or how do you surprise your loved one. All right. So enough of that, because I've spent 10 minutes running my mouth about absolutely nothing. <laughs> Oh, we get to the best part of my show. The best part of my show is y'all already know it's affirmation time. It is the best part of waking up. I don't know why Folgers made that song, but they made it for affirmation time. Do y'all understand me? It is the best time that you can just speak life Ooh, over who you are. Nobody else. 
I keep telling y'all, this ain't about y'all. This is about me. That's why it says the just just. Jessica, this is my show. I'm talking about me. I don't care about nobody else. I don't talk about nobody else. This is only about me and for me. So before I tell you what my affirmation is this morning, I hope that you have yours. Now, listen, if you want to use mine, you gonna use mine. That's your business. Ain't nobody got no business. You know what I'm saying? Minding the business that pays you. <laughs> but this is my affirmation for me. That's over me. Today is the 23rd. Um, and I am just so happy that I am amongst the living and not the dead. So because of that, I'm going to affirm some things. I got my drink. I got my mirror. And no, y'all, I have not went back to that dirty. Did I tell y'all that tea made me mad? Oh, I don't call a whole attitude with the tea. Y'all give me one second. I don't got a whole attitude with that dirty tea. But anyway, it's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Hey, affirmation time. Hey, affirmation time. Now I done put that little tea down. Excuse me. <laughs> but here we go. Everything that is happening now is happening for my ultimate good. Woo! Can I say that again, y'all? Woo! It just took my breath. Everything that is happening now is happening for my ultimate good. We have to not just open our eyes to what's going on in other places. But we need to open our eyes to what's going on right in front of us. Let the church say amen and the benediction can be given. I'm going to say that again. We have to not just open our eyes to what's going on in other places, okay? Because we worry about other things. But we need to open up our eyes to what's going on right in front of us. And that came from none other than the twin. I didn't even know the man was a darn twin. Girl, learn your history. But that came from none other than Mr. Forrest Stephen Whitaker. He is an American actor, producer, director, and he is an activist. He is the recipient of such accolades as an Academy Award, a Golden Globe Award, a British, come on now with the Brit Academy Film Award, and two, not one, but two, Screen Actors Guild Awards. He has shows like Criminal Minds, Movies, Ghost Dog, Panic Room, Black Panther, and his new movie that came out in 2021 with Miss Jennifer Hudson. Hey, that's a slanging thing. But anyway, the movie Respect about Miss Aretha Franklin. Yes, he said the darn thing. We have to not just open up our eyes to what's going on in other places, okay? But we need to open up our eyes to what's going on right in front of us. And that brings me to uh, my topic. And before I go to the topic, did y'all see Cardi at the AMAs? Ain't that addressing something? She uh, Listen, she came out that poverty. She came out what she was going through. And she meant what she said. Congratulations to you, Cardi B. You look good, girl. Go on, do it with your bad self. But anyway, social anxiety. That's my topic social anxiety now i don't know uh, when this started with me and i don't know why it started but there was a time i just wanted to be like everyone else okay i want to fit in i want to have friends i want to be happy i didn't want to worry about every little detail uh, in every interaction that i had with people places or things didn't want to worry about what others thought about me. But 
what happens is I became paralyzed by the judgment of others. Okay. Feeling trapped in my own mind, wanting to scream, but not making a sound. Nothing was coming out when I was screaming in my mind, thinking I was the only one feeling this way. Social anxiety, feeling exhausted every day. See, this is what I'm just being transparent. I'm talking about me today. Okay. Please don't take offense to anything that I'm saying because it's solely about Jessica wanting to scream, but I couldn't get a sound out. It was in my mind thinking I was the only one that was feeling this way, feeling exhausted every single day from fighting with my own thoughts. Okay. Wanted to ask for help, but not knowing how embarrassed, not wanting people to know because I put on these airs like I had it going on, like my life was so great and I'm this, that, and the third, but I'm fighting with my own thoughts, thinking there was no way out of what I was going through, what, what people call agony, searching, looking, praying, needing for a cure to happen with me, something that would make me feel normal because what I looked on the outside was normal. When you saw me, you thought that I was normal. It took years, okay, to know what I was suffering from. And I'm just opening up today. I'm not going to be before you long, but I wanted to touch base on social anxiety disorder. Now, if I have touched on it before, just apologize. I wanted to bring it back to flourish because I wanted to touch on it because I still battle with social anxiety. Truth is that your brain is good at making you feel exactly what you're thinking. Can I get an amen somewhere or a clap? We have automatic negative thoughts that lead us to get upset. We get frustrated over things that may not necessarily be true. And the more that you think, the more that you allow your thoughts to cause you so much distress, Jess, the more that you are likely to be distorted and untrue because of the thoughts that are permeating inside of your head, okay? Somebody simply says we suffer more in imagination than we do in reality. It's one of the books that I'm reading by the, uh, a person by the name of Seneca. You suffer more in your imagination than you do in your reality. So what is social anxiety? Social anxiety disorder is one of the most common anxiety disorders. The finding feature of social anxiety basically is called sociophobia. Okay. It may not seem that I am suffering from it because I post constantly, right? Excuse me, you guys. But I post because I have this anxiety. See, I'm able to do it with nobody looking, but I suffer from it silently. And I've suffered from it for years, okay? Years. It's called sociophobia. It's intense anxiety, or some say it's a fear of being judged or negatively evaluated or rejected in a social or performance situation. People that suffer like me with social anxiety disorder, we worry about acting or appearing visibly anxious. 
Remember I told you guys the Bible says be anxious for nothing, right? But what happens is we appear visibly anxious, like blushing, stumbling over our words. I do that a lot. Y'all hear me on the, the radio doing it. I do it on my podcast, right? Or being viewed as stupid. I, that's always going on my mind. I'm always thinking that somebody thinks that I'm not smart enough. Y'all already know it because y'all witness it every day. And I'm quite sure you did not understand why I do it or why it happens. It's, it's also another way of me being awkward or boring. I don't want to be bored, boring to you guys. So because of that, it's a word for it. I told y'all it's a word for everything. And I have a problem with that. But because there is a word, I'm going to help you today. It's simply called social anxiety. Now, as a result of my social anxiety, I often try not all the way, all the time, but sometimes I try to avoid social or performance situations. Okay. Meaning situations that put me in the spotlight. Okay. Some people may think that I like to be in the spotlight, but I definitely, definitely do not like to be in the spotlight. I am getting over my anxiety, but it's not all the way there. My experience uh, with this is it causes anxiety and it caused me to have distress. Okay. Talking about Jess. Now, many people with social anxiety disorder, like me, we experience strong physical symptoms such as rapid heart rate. Okay. All right. So let me put a fork in a row. I suffer from high blood pressure, right? I have anxiety. I take medicine for my anxiety. So people like me, we have, we experience these symptoms because we are going through social issues, right? So we have the rapid heart rate. Sometimes we get nausea, um, sweating. We sweat a lot and our experience full-blown attacks when we're confronted or fear with, with, with situations, we begin, we become fearful. Okay. So we have the rapid heart rate. That's one. Sometimes we get the nausea. That's two. Sometimes we have the sweating and that's three. And then we have the experience of attacks when we're confronted with situations that cause fear. Okay. Now, although sometimes you may not be able to recognize that the fear is excessive or, or relatable with that person, especially if the person has the social anxiety, uh, anxiety, anxiety disorder, but they are suffering through it. And what happens is we're able to maneuver if that's, if I can say that maneuver through it, where it, it may not look like we're having this episode. So one of the most effective treatments for this disorder is what we call, and I'm learning this. Okay. I learned this over the past five years, I've been five years ago. This disorder is called cognitive behavior therapy. Okay. Remember I told you guys I had got help. This was one of the things that my, my, my doctor, uh, presented me with. Okay. I had to go through series of treatments with him. So the idea of having to talk to someone, I didn't know that it would make me feel even more anxious when I first had to, um, go sit with him. You know, I, we black, black people don't go sit with no psychiatrist, <laughs> but I knew that I had some issues and I'm okay to talk about it today. Uh, there was a time that I would have never told nobody or their mama about my business. My mother didn't even know about uh, me going to see a doctor. Okay. Uh, but I had to go get myself some help because I couldn't help myself. Um, I didn't know how to 
help myself. So the disorder is called cognitive behavior therapy. The idea of having to talk with someone, I did not know how it would make me feel. And what it did, it made me feel more anxious. I felt like uh, I was vicious. I felt like I was in a vicious, vicious circle that would never end until I found my doctor and he helped me with this disorder. Okay. So what is, co- what is cognitive behavior therapy? Just I'll help you real quick. It's just simply when you focus on how you think about a problem, the cognitive. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I'm going to tell you what I was taught. Okay. The cognitive, that's the problem. And what you do about it is the behavior. CBT. CBT can teach you how to recognize and how to change faulty thinking patterns. This does not mean, okay, that you will always think positive thoughts. Don't don't think that just because you they don't diagnose you with a little something over your situation. <laughs> but it is a way to gain the control that we need, especially uh, the control over racing repetitive thoughts that go in our head, which sometimes feed that anxiety. See, you can feed that anxiety, and if you feed it, it will run its course. You understand me? And if you feed that depression, depression will kill you. It will take you out. I think about this young man. I don't know what got over him, what made him get in an SUV and kill people and run into a parade, but something was not right and is not right with that gentleman. If there are people are showing patterns of something that's not right with them and you're their loved ones, get them some help. Don't talk about them. Don't don't low rate them like my mama say. Good morning, ma. But get them some help because you don't know what demons these people are fighting. It's so easy to be critical and condescending and, and to be so voiceless about something. You have no idea what people are going through. Stop doing that. Okay. But this is a way to gain control over our our repetitive thoughts, which sometimes feed our anxiety or our depression. CBT can help you make sense. Okay. It helps you make sense of overwhelming problems. And what it does, it breaks it down so that you can be able to achieve the parts of the cognitive behavior therapy. So the idea of CBT is to help change the way that people like me think. What it does, it challenges us or you, and it challenges you to change your automatic negative thoughts that you may display, okay? Especially when you are in supportive environments, social phobics can learn to address their fears, okay? When you're out somewhere, or for instance, let me put a fork in a row. A lot of you don't know this because you prejudge me because you just think that I'm this person that I'm not. I am very shy, okay? You don't know that I'm shy, but I am shy. And how I come over my shyness, I have been taught how to, you know, deal with the cognitive, right? The problem that I have the problem with being shy and I've been able to uh, deal with the behavior of it. So I've been able to overcome it. So when I get used to being in a situation, then my shyness goes away. But you, if you put me in another situation, then I become shy because I'm not familiar with that situation, place or thing. Okay. You don't know that about me, but that's who I am. Okay. 
So with the help of my therapist, what he did, he helped me develop strategies that was enabling me to cope. And I was able to find more constructive ways of viewing my fears. You guys didn't know that. And I'm okay with being honest with you because somebody else may be going through this. So the advantage of me going to my therapist, that was the way that I was able to meet and interact with other people like me because there were groups out there that help people like me who suffer with this this disease because it is a disease which helps you to realize that you are not alone Jess you don't have to face problems by yourself and so I'm bringing you this today because this is a conversation that me and my my mate had on yesterday because she has a hard time dealing with someone like me And she said to me, and it was so hurtful, and it's okay that I say it. She says, I hate that you have these issues. But I am going to be here for you because I love you and I am in love with you. See, it's not easy dealing with someone like me. I cut myself off from the world. I cut myself off from people because people have a tendency not to understand people like me. And so in order for me to continue to heal and to to stay on course, sometimes I have to barricade myself. Okay. Remember I told y'all about that wall? Yeah. Especially when I feel as if I'm being, I'm coming for, it's like the army is attacking me. Okay, my cognitive behavior, my social anxiety. Once I was able to realize that my anxiety came only from my negative thoughts and not from an an external threat that was inside of me, I was able to be able to use those techniques, the cognitive behavior therapy. And I'm able because I'm not there. I'm able to overcome the, the those thoughts or those things or those negative thoughts that I thought that I was unable to handle. Okay. So I'm just going to give you some tools that help me get over my social anxiety because it's still working for me. And these are tools that I have to pull out. These are books that I have to read. Sometimes I have to take medicine. It does. It doesn't matter, but whatever it does, it helps me get through this thing called life. Okay. So The first one is thought recording, okay? In order to change your negative thoughts, you have to be able to identify them, okay? I was going to say another word, but you have to be able to identify the thoughts, what's going on in your mind. And when you realize what's going on, then you make a recording of it, okay? That was the first thing that I was taught to do, record it like what do you mean record it we don't do this how how do I do that write it down start taking note take notes of what you're doing what you're thinking what you're saying okay what are automatic thoughts automatic thoughts are images or mental activity that does occur as a response to a trigger like an action or event okay these are automatic pop-ups or flashes that the old people used to say that come in your mind without you even thinking about it with your conscious thoughts. Okay. It's just something that goes boom. Okay. So you say, well, how do you record it? As soon as it comes in your mind, you put it down. 
okay? Automatic thoughts can be beneficial. I'm going to give you an example. If you are driving and it starts raining very heavily, we went out of town this weekend and it started raining, it was raining really bad. Automatically, you think I need to be careful, right? That's my honey. She drives very careful. I don't. I'm, I need to get to where I'm going because I don't want to drive, right? But which, when you, when, you, when you think about it, it's your need to be careful, which leads you to feeling feelings of anxiety that may cause you to drive more cautiously. So you have a tendency to slow down, right? That's your automatic thought. And what that does, that can um, help you have uh, a negative effect towards people who have trouble with depression or anxiety. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Automatic thoughts can also have a negative effect for people who have trouble with depression or anxiety. Okay, we're talking about thought recording. Okay. I'll go back and tell you what that is. In order to change your negative thoughts, you need to be able to identify them. And the first one is automatic thoughts. Okay. If a person that suffers from anxiety sees an acquaintance frowning at their direction, what do you think they see? What, what do you think goes through their mind uh, immediately? Okay. I'm going to tell you. We immediately think that that person hates us. I'm just being honest, okay? They frowning. They looking our way. Oh, they don't like me. How do you know that? Oh, because they're looking at me that way, which leads to feelings of anxiety, anxiety, worryation. And then it, that becomes sadness. It turns into sadness, okay? Thoughts like that can be damaging and they're so unnecessary. But the person who was frowning, just had a pain in their leg or had an itch or smelt something. It could have been anything, but because of <laughs> your cognitive behavior, okay, because of your negative thought patterns, you automatically thought that that person didn't like you, okay? You automatically think that people don't care for you, right? But you have to learn to change the patterns and discerning how you can help treat the emotional problems that you're going through. You have to have that cognitive behavior therapy because that's what's going to help you jot it down. You don't know why that person was looking like that. And furthermore, if you were over in a crowd, what make you think they was looking at you anyway? Your thoughts. You immediately think negative, okay? Negative automatic thoughts. Some are, I'm not good enough. Why am I such a failure? I'll never make it, okay? I say that all the time with my podcast. I'm a failure. Nobody likes me. Nobody listens to me. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares for me. Everybody thinks negative about me. Yeah automatic negative thoughts but then i have positive thoughts that i have to replace thought recording i'm still talking about thought recording i'm so proud of myself i reached 2000 listeners i'm so thankful i feel good today no matter what happens i will make it okay some of the things i ask myself i try to ask myself uh, when i'm going through these thoughts is why is this going through your mind? Just get those thoughts out of your mind. 
Think on those things that are prosperous. Think on those things that are good for you. Stop thinking that everything is always negative. Stop being afraid of my of what might happen. The best way that you can identify and challenge this, Jess, is to use your automatic thoughts. Re- record sheet. Record it. Okay? This is what I'm saying. This is how I help myself. I have to have that inner voice that helps me to get through my automatic thoughts that sometimes can be negative. Okay. So another thing that will help you that I learned and just bear with me because I am reading what, um, my, my, my doctor gave me. So, um, and this has been over five years ago, but I was able to conjure it up, um, to, to, so that I could do this podcast. But another one was, Cost benefits analysis. The cost benefits analysis helps you identify the consequences, consequences, I'm sorry, of either using a coping strategy or holding to a particular belief. Okay. I'm gonna give you an example. A coping strategy uh, that I that I worked on might be avoiding social social situations because it brings you anxiety. I tend to do that sometimes if we're invited somewhere. Or some people, I'll say, "Mm, I I may not go because I'm thinking about the crowd, okay? But I can't hinder my honey because she doesn't suffer from what I suffer from, right? Or a belief may be that if um, you do talk to, to people, you will be embarrassed or you'll embarrass yourself or say the wrong thing. That's what you call the cost benefit analysis. You look at the advantages Versus the disadvantages of holding into the belief that you may that you may try to figure out an alternative belief that you don't have to deal with it. Okay, I know it may sound confusing, but that's what I do. The cost benefit analysis. I analyze everything. Okay, I'm analytical because I'm already prepping the situation before I get there. You have no idea if that's how it's going to go. Jessica, stop thinking that way. Okay. Choose a behavior. Choose the behavior that you want to change the most. One that is not useful to you, then throw it in the garbage. Perhaps try to stop avoiding social situations. What you need to do is have the social, uh, 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 unions so that you can overgo or lessen your anxiety. In that moment, but you have to let it go. You have to learn to overcome this anxiety. Okay. Then list the benefits of engaging. If it's a, if it's in a problem, a prob, uh, probable uh, situation that you're not sure about, it's okay. Find the benefits of continuing doing it or going to it. Okay. Don't allow it to take you out. Stop looking at the negative consequences that may result in you from not going, but look at the positive of what may happen for you. Learn how to engage. um, Well, let me say this. Make engaging another form of behavior because sometimes you can engage with people and it goes sour. Let me say that word. It may go left. Because the engaging that you're doing in your mind, you're still being negative because you're analyzing everything in that room, okay? You're analyzing everyone's behavior, 
and that's not right, okay? Start writing down the problems. Start writing down the issues. Start writing down what's hindering you. And then when you write them down, stop, start visualizing yourself in that room with these people or places or things and try to overcome what you're going through. Try to, come, try to overcome the benefits and stop analyzing the negative. Okay? Choose a goal that you want to accomplish and stop allowing the, the goals that you set to take you out with your anxiety. Identify with the problem, okay? Because that's the only way that you're going to reach your goal, okay? Rate each one of them. Sit down and, and decipher through it all and then add value to it, Jess. But you have to first take the steps, okay? You got to start at the bottom. You can't just go in the middle and think you're going to get out of it. You got to take action. Start the first step. Use your automatic thoughts. Record everything. Evaluate how you felt, how it made you feel. And when you are ready, go to the next step. That's how you're going to get through it. That's the only way you're going to be able to get through it. Social anxiety is not the way to live. But if you allow the cognitive behavior therapy if you allow the tools and the strategies, they will help you to overcome your social anxiety. And then you'll be able to learn to put into practice the skills that you need to overcome, to help you further the goals that you need in order to handle the future problems. Okay. Some people say the struggle is real and the struggle is real especially when you have a problem, a problematic situation, a problematic uh, behavior, problematic behavior, I'm sorry, that causes you to endanger yourself. Life is too short. I told y'all a while ago, I hate putting names on situations, but everything has a name, okay? Everything, every issue, every anxiety, every emotional uh, disruptive uh, disruption, disruption that we have has a name. But with every cause, there is an effect. With every behavior, there is a solution. And you have to be ready to make the changes, especially the necessary changes for your life. I'm still growing. I'm still growing. I'm still learning how to engage in positive situations. I'm still learning how to think positive. I'm still learning how to be with people without having anxiety or, or, or being uh, held a prisoner. Let me say that with my disorders that people have no idea that I suffer from. But people are so ready uh, to put a, a lid on you and throw you away. Because they don't understand. Is it their business? No, it's not. Especially if you have not allowed them to come in. You can't trust everybody with every situation. But I'm okay today expressing this because no matter what comes or what happens, I will no longer be a prisoner in my head. I affirm things over my life now. 
I'm proud of myself. No matter what happens, I know I will make it, okay? I used to be afraid of what's going to happen. And that was the only way I was able to identify who I was, okay? But because I'm growing and I'm learning, I'm learning to live this life unadulterated, live this life not having fear, live this life happy. I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that I'm able now to sit and talk about it because there was a time I wasn't able to even open my mouth about it. People are going to talk about you. People are going to have negative things to say about you. People are going to low rate you. People are going to say whatever they want to say about you. But until they understand that automatic thoughts can be hard to avoid, (laughs) that people who suffer from anxiety, people who suffer from depression, people who suffer from whatever ailment you suffer from that is not uh, normalized in people who don't suffer from it, life, they'll never understand. I have a problem with people who got all their ducks in a row but don't understand that sometimes the ducks won't be in a row. Sometimes that one duck, that little ugly duckling, may drift off. But where there's a will, there is a way. And there are people out there that can help you. There are organizations that can help you overcome social anxiety. There are people that can help you with cognitive behavior therapy uh, that focuses on how you think about situations and problems. It will help you teach, it will teach you on how to recognize and change faulty thinking patterns. Okay? You don't always have to think negative. You don't always have to see everything as a negative. These patterns will help you think positive, will help you have positive thoughts. It's a way for you to gain control over those repetitive thoughts that sometimes try to destroy you, which sometimes feeds that anxiety and that depression. I'm talking to people like me. CBT can help you. It'll help you make sense especially when things are overwhelming you, especially problems that you're not able to deal with. What it does, it will break them. It'll break it down for you to be able to achieve a reasonable and easier life, okay? So give people an opportunity, give people a chance and stop uh, throwing people away, especially when you don't know what's going on with, with people. Everybody has their own issues, their own life that they're dealing with. And so I just made the conscious decision that I still need, I still need to work on me because I, I'm not where I need to be. I've overcome a whole lot, but I'm still working on me. My social skills ain't where they need to be yet, but they're not where they used to be. Hello, somebody. I don't feel trapped in my mind like I used to. Not screaming anymore in my mind. I'm able to verbalize everything 
that I need to verbalize. And it feels damn good to be able to do that. Okay. I'm able to think clearly. Yeah, it took me years to know what I was suffering from. And this is one of the things that I suffer from. Social anxiety disorder. Thank you so much for allowing me to uh, come before you and be transparent and talk about me. I suffer from social anxiety, but because there is a will, there is a way. And because there is a God that sits high and he definitely looks low, he loves me. And he will continue to guide and order my steps in this world that we know that is hard to live. Life is hard, but he never said that it would be easy. He never said that we would get over it. He said you will get through it with much prayer and supplication. And because of that, I am here. I am so grateful for the opportunity to be able to have a voice, my voice. Whether people like it or not, it is something that is allowing me to heal because I'm able to pour into somebody. Somebody is listening. If it's only one person that I can reach, that is a multitude for me. That will that takes me. Listen, only it only took one person to help me. One person to pour into me when they poured into me, it was heaven on earth because I was able to see who I was. Okay. I was able to start healing. I was able to lay the things out that was condemning me and taking control of me. (laughs) And now I'm able to be a voice to somebody else who may be going through just what I am going through. So thank you so much for Allow me to 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 vent to you guys. Uh, I do come um, authentically, and I do come uh, with a pure heart, and and holding not to to my head because I'm still growing. Right? We all are growing, and and he he's he will never be finished with us because listen, he's the only one that is omnipresent. He's the only one that knows everything. And I this is not a spiritual show, but listen, I have to give. Uh, my accolades to the, to the most high, because I tell you what, if it had not been for him, I don't know where I would be. All right, you guys, I'm going to try to come tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to be here tomorrow, but I'm going to try to come in the morning um, because I do have another topic. I want to talk about being the loner. Um, I, I had this about a month ago and I just never uh, brought it up, but I think I want to talk about being the loner. Are you the loner? Are you the one that's the loner in your crew and your crew? Are you the loner in your family? Are you considered the black sheep in your family? We're going to talk about that thing. I may bring it to you tomorrow. If I don't bring it to you tomorrow, I will definitely bring it to you um, after Thanksgiving. And if I don't speak to you guys again, you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. I, I think I said I was going to come on Thanksgiving Day because I wanted to uh, give some reason, reasonings on why I'm so thankful um, because I want to pay homage to the fact that God has been good to me, right? And I want to be able to be thankful. All right, you can catch me on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, Kendall, Alexa, SoundCloud, Stitcher FM, www.justjust.com. And I also have social media. I have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You guys continue to like, continue to subscribe, and do me a favor. Tell a friend that got a friend that I already know a friend about the Just Jazz podcast. All right. Until then, I'll holla. 
This has been a morning motivation, just just podcast with Anchor FM. Tune in weekdays, Monday through Friday, starting at 5 a.m. for the morning motivation with just just.